Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here talking with Benoit Simray from Catapult Sports. How's it going, Benoit? Hi, Ronan. Thanks for having me. No problem. Tell a bit of background of Catapult Sports and what you actually do. So Catapult... Um Catapult is a Melbourne-based company which started um, 2006. Um, you know, our co-founder, Sean Oldhouse, is is both uh, a mechanical engineer and a sports scientist. So, you know, Catapult was born out of the kind of as a spin-off of the sports university in Melbourne, and it was very, very much working with. Um, the Olympic teams in Australia to help them increase their level of performance or prevent injuries using technology. Um, and this is what we've been doing all those past, you know, 10 years. We started as a small startup just in Australia and mainly working with Olympic teams and then good at outside of Olympic teams and started to work with cricket and rugby, uh, Aussie rules, and then started to expand from 2010 into more geographies and more sports to become today uh, the world leader in sports performance analytics, working with close to 1,500 professional teams across 30-plus different team sports. So that's a little bit of a short background on on Catapult. And uh, how does it actually work, the analytics you're using? How does it work? So it starts with um, it starts with a product. I mean, a little black box which embeds uh, a whole suite of sensors that the players are wearing uh, in between their shoulder blades. So they insert that tracker into a garment that we provide them, and they wear that tracker in between the shoulder blades. That tracker transmits um, up to one thousand data points per second. Um, wirelessly to our cloud-based um, platform, and is where a first level of um, you know analysis happens, um, and that allows the coaches or head of performance of the different clubs we work with to start drawing a first set of conclusion, and then. In a later stage, we also have a team of in-house sports scientists who can work very, very closely with um, with their counterparts in in, you know, in the teams to then go through a, a further level of data interpretation. Uh, so this is the sequence of um, our analytics platform, I would say. And is it used live during the match, or is it just for training purposes? <laughs> It's both. Um, I would say maybe it started more as uh, as a training uh, proposition. This is what the coaches or head of performances of the clubs are or were mainly interested into, and it's now gradually moving to being worn and used during games. So it's 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 now absolutely a versatile uh, proposition and. The club decide either they want to use it either in training or just in game or both. I know that in the UK it's used by teams like Tottenham and also Chelsea. Absolutely. 
Um, I think we now have seven teams of the Premier League, um, and you know, gaining you know, gaining more each um, year, including uh, Leicester City and West Ham. To Jay, I mean, to name just um, a few more. Um, and West Brom, I mean West Brom, and recently promoted uh, Bournemouth too. Yeah, that's good. So you, it, it's good also. See, you're also in Spain with Real Madrid as well, too, with the big teams as well as small teams. Yes, absolutely. We work with work with some of the greatest teams, not just in in in, in football. What you know in the US would be called soccer, but in you know, we work with most of the NBA uh, teams, basketball, uh, with a lot of NFL teams. We work with, um, you know, in rugby with, you know, the Alequins. So I think I could carry on and on yeah. and on. We we do believe that we have approximately 80% market share globally on team sports uh, performance analytics. So, yeah, we are privileged enough uh, and very proud to have all those teams trusting and endorsing our technology. That's pretty good for a company, so as a small startup to, to grow that business, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I think we try to, you know, still behave as a startup. We're no longer a startup. We are close to 300 people worldwide, spread across, you know, three main geographical hubs, but we try to keep that, uh, that passion that animated us when we started 2006, that dedication, that passion, that drive um, and the ability to really tailor our approach to the needs of our customers. I think this is what our customers like about Calipool is that we really work hand in hand with them. We've got close to, you know, 50 people between sports scientists and data scientists who are daily interacting with our customers. And this is, I think, what makes Calipool so special in that field. Yeah. Also, you, you recently bought a company in Ireland called Player Tech. What do those guys do? Yeah, we bought Player Tech um, just one year ago. Uh, they're based out of Dundalk in you know in Ireland, so not so far off from Dublin. Yeah. Um, and when we bought them, they were um, they were just starting to offer um, a product, um, kind of a subset of what Catapult was offering to professional teams. They were offering that to what we could call sub-elite teams or semi-professional, semi-amateur. Yeah. Uh, like if I look into football in England, it would be probably division four or five. Yeah. Um, and we bought them because we wanted, first because they had a fantastic engineering team, very interesting platform, but also to fast-track our expansion towards uh, that layer of the market that we were not addressing. Um, and we also thought that PlayTech could be a very interesting platform to also start uh, addressing what we call internally the consumer market, but it's very, very much targeting the players as opposed to just uh, offering solutions to clubs or coaches, because the players are after tracking different metrics uh, than the coaches are. So this is that was a rational requiring PlayTech. And uh, how has that how has that grown since then? The the uh, their products have they got more popular? 
Absolutely. So I think we've acquired them in August and it took us a few months to, you know, um, enhance what we've acquired in terms of platforms and solutions and make it a bit more consumer or user friendly uh, to launch a first version for the players with uh, an iOS application, which is now available for a couple of months. So the numbers have been growing tremendously um, on the team side. So we've got a lot of semi-professionals uh, team, up to 400 teams across 20 sports now, um, close to 10,000 affiliates using it. And we've also started to offer player tech, as I told you know previously, to players or to consumers, either on playertech.com um, at a retail price of um, 199 pounds or 229 euro. And it's also now, you know, available on Amazon in the US and in the UK. So if you're a player, you can now, you know, you can now use PlayTech and use, um, you know, a, a subset of what we offer to professional teams. So of course, you don't have access to um, as much as a granular set of data and analytics and insights, but it starts to, you know, give you a feel of what the professional, how they train, how they play, and how to enhance your game. I guess that that at the moment, uh, it gives an amateur person, a sports person, a chance to, to uh, see what the professional people do when they're training in their sport. Absolutely. I think, you know, I think when most um, amateur players would, look at, you know, those days when you look at a game on television, they will look at distance covered of a professional player. But in reality, there's not much difference in terms of distance covered by an amateur or by a professional. And now with Playtech, they've got access to uh, their speed distance, their sprint direction, um, their heat map. So really a whole new set of metrics uh, which they can benchmark and compare towards the pro. Um, so if, for example, if we look at sprint distance or speed, uh, this is very, very much where an amateur player would see a big gap between their performance and a professional performance. And our mission with Flytech is to help them bridge that gap and give them the tools and the direction and the guidance to run faster, to move differently, uh, to increase the number of sprints in a given game. And I think this is just the start of that mission, I would say. And what are your plans for the next couple of years? I would say, I, mean, I think this is, this is already very ambitious. I mean, to change one's behavior this is very, very much our mission, like for the entire company, regardless of whether you're an amateur, semi-professional, a professional player, we want to deliver you, players and teams, the tools to enhance the game. This is very complex, so it requires, you know, first to collect extremely accurate data and a lot of data and to, you know, apply... I would say a lot of you know machine learning into um, into this so that we can really deliver to those users advanced um, analytics and actionable insights. So, for example, 
it's not just about treating all the football players the same way. We want to be able in the future to tell the goalkeeper, you know, to provide a goalkeeper very different in size than we would to a left uh, defender or left-wing defender, and then very different metrics to the striker. So I think this is very much what we're after for the next couple of years, is making sure that any insights translate into uh, performance enhancement. So that's, that's why we own. We fully focus on that, also because we accept the complexity and the difficulty that you know, uh, lies behind that. And could you see a product being used maybe in a World Cup scenario for teams in the World Cup in 2018? I, I, I mean, I would say, you know, whether the professional teams can use catapult or any other form of, you know, tracking technology in-game doesn't really depend on catapult. It, it's very, very much up to each of the federation in that particular case, up to FIFA to decide what they want or tries or not so um, you know unfortunately I can't comment yeah. on that yeah. uh, right. but for example in in Australia a couple of you know rugby teams have started to use our tech in games um, in the Premier League we have one of our team who is also wearing our technology in game um, I don't want to say something wrong, but I think it's Swansea who is um, using our product in games. So it doesn't really depend on us. Uh, it's very much up either to the club, the federation, to our tries. Okay, that's great. Anyway, thanks very much for that for that chat, Benoit, and good luck in the future. And hopefully, uh, talk to you again soon. And uh, take care. Have a good day. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Brian. Thanks. Thank you, Benoit.